Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show featuring Jason Zuck. Jason has been an intuitive psychic medium since 2004. This show will cover a variety of topics relating to spirituality, mediumship, self-improvement, and intuitive guidance. Whatever interests you, remember that we are all here to share and learn. Sit back and get ready to socialize with the Social Psychic. Hi, this is Jason Zook. Welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. I am pleased to have as a special guest today, Tamara Westwood. Tamara is a hypnotherapist, as well as a past life regression expert. She has had her own podcast for over 10 years, and she's the executive producer and host of the Illuminations Media Network. And she's enjoyed a decade of interviewing hundreds of authors, artists, and entrepreneurs who are making a notable difference on our planet. The Illuminations Media Network is internet-based, podcast in the, and it's also located, it's a podcast that's um, available with the iTunes Store, Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, Player, FM, YouTube, and other platforms. It's with great pleasure that I introduce Tamara to the show. Tamara, welcome to the show. Hi, Jason. I'm so grateful that you have me on today. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and your listeners. Uh, it's just such a pleasure to have someone that I consider you a trailblazer because you've been doing this for a significant <laughs> period of time where I've only been doing this since, at least for my podcast, since March 25th of this year. And I feel like you have a lot of insight watching the trends over the years of where this has gone and in general terms, just understanding the promotion of principles and concepts that you deem important and I value and cherish as well. And I feel like before we got on our interviews together to do this today, that during our initial conversation, there's just certain people you can connect with on such a level. And I, I really consider that I, I really enjoyed our initial conversation with each other because of the type of things that you're doing. I think you're creating content that's extremely pivotal and important for our society. First question I want to ask you. What led you on your spiritual path? Well, um, as you know, and, and I'm not sure that much you know, about your background, but many of us come from difficult backgrounds. You know, we have something that uh, catapults us to try and understand what this life is. Why are we here? Why do bad things happen to good people? And why do the good die young and all of those things? And so certainly I had some challenges. I had a mother that suffered from mental illness. Um, I had several people in my family, I think five within five years, all pass away from cancer. And uh, just a lot of crazy things were happening around the time that I was born. I was born in 1963. And that was a pivotal time. You know, remember, we lost two great leaders or three great leaders. Actually, we, we lost both of the Kennedy brothers. We, we lost Martin Luther King Jr. And these were people who were trying to make significant changes in the world. You know, we were in the midst of the Vietnam War. We were in the midst of civil rights movement, um, equal rights for women. All these things were, were stirring in the world at that time. And I saw all these people who I who I termed as the big people, you know, I was a little girl uh, in the world doing crazy things and doing them repeatedly. And I just couldn't understand. Now, 
these are intelligent big people. <laughs> um, why are they doing these things over and over again to harm themselves and to harm other people? You know, exactly. And, and I just didn't get it. I, you know, I always knew that I wanted to um, be able to solve problems. Uh, I remember as a little girl being super depressed on Sundays, just crying my eyes out um, because that's when the um, the UNICEF commercials would come on, the infomercials of all the starving children around. Oh, the yeah. And it just broke my heart. And I just couldn't understand. I mean, I intuited that there was plenty of food in the world. And I couldn't understand why people weren't sharing or even just giving, you know, immediately. And um, so, so many of the problems in the world, the, the pain, you know, that I was dealing with, you know, as a child in my own family history, um, you know, being a woman of color, you know, we certainly know that there's, there's a lot of that issue with the, the slavery, what we term post-traumatic slave syndrome, um, which is a very interesting concept. Um, you know, it was created by Dr. Joyce Leary. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. Oh, this is a long roundabout way to answer your question. It's perfectly <laughs> but, fine. But I think you get the gist of it. it. It's just just abhorring suffering. You know, we all know that pain is necessary. Pain, pain is a response mechanism that lets us know that something needs to be taken care of. Something needs our attention, whether it's in the physical body or the emotional and even mental pain. Something is saying, hey. <laughs> I'm here. Pay attention. Especially um, with all the pain and suffering that our society is going through right now. I think that your message is, res, should resonate extremely well regarding where we are in society. And it's, it's critical. And I think what you're doing as, as your daily work serves such a great purpose and value to others. So I commend you on that. And I appreciate you doing what you're doing because I know it takes a lot of courage to, to pursue. It has. Yeah, it has. <laughs> and and just to just to kind of go on and on and on with this, I don't want to belabor it too much. But, you know, just the whole thing about wanting to be of service and wanting to uh, help people remove the suffering part from their lives, because to me, suffering is optional. You know, there are solutions. You know, as a young child, I was always the uh, the advice columnist <laughs> in school. <laughs> Um, I was always the one that was anonymous. You know, I would have some pen name. Nobody knew who I was with all this advice. And I knew I wanted to be a therapist of some sort. Um, and I kind of went around backwards. I went to hypnotherapy school first, and then I went back and got my psych degree. And uh, just blending all these things together with metaphysics uh, to just help people on a deeper level. So that they don't have to spend 30 years on, you know, the psychiatric couch, so to speak. Correct. And I, I believe when it comes to hypnotherapy and past life regression, for example, that progress can be made with certain patients in, in a lot less time than it takes traditional yeah. psychological or psychiatric care. Would you care to go for cause, right? You just go for the solution. How would you how would you contrast what you do compared to the traditional psychologist or therapist? with your work? Well, well, again, in, in traditional therapy, it's generally digging for cause. You know, a lot of times we want to dig and find out what happened. You know, what, what was the, the moment when, 
you know, a decision was made in the child mind, you know, that that I need to take on this this abnormal behavior or this defense mechanism in order to take care of myself, whether it's showing up in life as patterns of addiction, you know, uh, even weight. A lot of times people have difficulty managing weight because of something that happened in the past. And with hypnotherapy, you don't have to go for cause because it doesn't really matter. You know, um, hypnotherapy actually helps the individual to utilize the law of attraction, to utilize this this uh, this immutable law, which is just one of many, um, but it's become popularized in in recent years. Um, it's that that law that lets us know that that whatever it is, wherever we are vibrating, you know, who are we being in that moment? That is what we are going to attract into our lives. And so with hypnotherapy, you're able to kind of bypass the why and focus on the what do you want right now? And let's help you to get that now. That's the difference. That's great. I know you've mentioned the law of attraction, and I believe you're certified as a law of attraction consultant. Yes. Or coach. Can you tell us a little about when, when you started to do that and how you got certified? Well, I got certified with a, oh gosh, I think it's a Joe Batelli program that uh, he offered. He's one of the, one of the experts in the secret. And, um, and I took the course and it just totally resonated with me because it's all common sense pretty much. (laughs) Um, But a realization that I've come to recently is that the Judeo-Christian Bible, the Old and the New Testament, is not about history. Um, It is written certainly in an Eastern tongue. So to us, it is allegory and it's very confusing. Mm -hmm. But it's not really speaking to history. What it's speaking about is how to utilize the law of attraction. (laughs) And that dawned on me recently that, that that's exactly what I've been doing. You know, all these years as a hypnotherapist, I have been helping people to get their mental processes in line with the law of attraction. You know, we are generators and receivers of information. That's basically what we're doing all the time in the world. And that subconscious part of us, and a lot of people will call it the unconscious part of ourselves, is the part whose job it is to outpicture our beliefs out into the world as our life experience. And so when we've got beliefs that are stuck in there that are contrary to what we truly desire, that's where we have to go in and retrain that subconscious mind to demonstrate what it is that we truly desire and line up the vibrational frequencies. That's uh, it resonates with me with a recent book I read, Thoughts, ha- Thoughts Are Causative. So what you think is what can happen or what you are. And uh, I- I'm a big advocate of the law of attraction and positive thinking and making sure that your thoughts contain the right terms and within it the right subject matter so that you can hopefully manifest the proper intentions let me ask you this when you started your your podcast when did what year did you start that podcast your original one (laughs) wow i want to say that it was it was april of 2008 yes and uh you know you said trailblazer pioneer Boy, I knew nothing about about computers. I knew nothing about the internet. I knew nothing about podcasting. And 
I fell into it um, because I did a past life regression on um, a, a friend, a friend's acquaint, acquaintance of a friend. And um, it moved her in such a powerful way, changed her. I think we talked about it before. She had been a staunch racist. And, um, and the past life, the one that her subconscious mind took her to, helped her to heal and move past that. And so now she's completely transformed. Uh, she understands that there is just one race, <laughs> human race. <laughs> Correct. And um, long story short, she had a podcast on Blog Talk, and she said, I'd like to interview you. I want everybody to know about this wonderful modality that you're utilizing. Uh, I think you could change lives. And uh, she interviewed me. Of course, I was tentative. I didn't really want to talk about it, but I did it. And then she said, hey, you should start your own podcast. <laughs> and and I think I had just moved to the Seattle area from Los Angeles. I, you know, had dropped everything there. I had had everything going, actually. But I decided to drop everything to give my husband an opportunity um, at a, a new career here in Seattle. And so I was bored. And I knew that I wanted a way to to continue my work. You know, I didn't have any contacts. I was going to have to start from scratch. And so I started this podcast and I said, I'm just going to interview every healer or everybody who's going to make a beneficial difference on the planet on my show to make sure that everybody knows and, and so that everybody can, can connect with what they need. And that's why I started it. <laughs> I think I may have asked you this before our interview, but I want to make sure I share with our audience sure. who would, who would you consider the most fascinating guest that you've had on your show to date? <laughs> oh. Oh, see, and and I I had the same reaction. This is stuck in my subconscious loop. Oh, I don't know. There've been so many. <laughs> um, Anthony Peake is huge. He's he's a gentleman from uh, from the UK who uh, who speaks a great deal and studies a great deal uh, everything mind and consciousness. Um, you know, going into epilepsy, going into um, what it is when we are being psychic, um, what it means to cheat death. You know, he, he's oh, he was just amazing. You know, um, who else? Oh, of course. Um, what is his name? I can't even think of his name right now. Oh, Dr. Dr. Delbert Blair. Um one of my, you know, being a woman of color, you know, I want to heal that whole drama because I recognize that it is uh, a belief system and it's really all about consciousness. It's not about this physicality and what color you are and how your features are shaped and all this stuff. It's about consciousness. And so he's a, a griot of sorts who who has a great deal of information to share about it. Um, and unfortunately, he's no longer here with us in the physical realm. But uh, he was actually fascinating. He had so much to offer to help to share this whole racial divide. And I actually just really loved interviewing him. Um, had a great deal, you know, great conversations with him. Um, oh, I think the list just goes on. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, another one that we did talk about. Um, and, and his name is escaping me right now and it'll come to me later. It'll just pop in. You know how that works. Oh yeah. Um, but he was, um, he's a, a psychiatrist who actually studied, 
um, entities, uh, disembodied voices or ideas that will come into someone's mind. And uh, he, he speaks about the idea that there are these entities that he discovered that actually enter our minds uh, if we are receptive. And usually that happens when we are under some sort, under the influence of some sort of a drug or alcohol. Um, I think he studied meth specifically, but that these entities are able to enter and actually speak negative things uh, about ourselves. And they may sound like they are our own voices. So people are terrified that they're thinking these horrible thoughts. You know, these entities um, that he discovered in his in his studies um, actually enjoy human suffering and they actually feed off of it. So they they goad people along you know, with their conversations, negative conversations about the individual to cause them to commit heinous acts and to do things that will, of course, create more human suffering. And so they feed off of that. So, and and I will remember his name (laughs) before the end of the broadcast. Yeah, Fascinating. fascinating. I feel the more we delve into these areas in our lives, doing a podcast that focuses on this topic area or just having your, yourself open to it, you'll encounter different spiritual experiences that can't be explained away. And one of the questions I want to ask you is, what would you describe as probably your most spiritual experience that really left a mark on you in your life so far? You know, this is one that came up after our conversation I was attending the Agape International Spiritual Center, Reverend Michael Beckwith, there in Los Angeles. And he he is my number one spiritual teacher to this day. He's the brother with the dreadlocks and the secret, if if people don't know his name. But anyway, I was studying and taking classes there. And one evening, I'm, I'm sitting in the class, and all of a sudden, I'm taken aback by that feeling of deja vu that this has happened before. And I was so shaken by it that um, I had to run after him after after the training that he was he had offered and tell him about this dream that I had had like four months before that actual training where I saw him in the exact suit with the exact tie, which he had never worn this. It was a combination of a black jacket with a purple shirt and a purple tie. This was very unusual for him to wear something like that. But anyway, I saw him in the dream wearing this. Um, I saw the, um, there was a sparkle on the steps. You know how the carpeting is molded around um, the steps? You know, you, you have a have wooden oh, steps yeah. and there's a frame. And so they have to mold the carpet around it and they use staples and things. Well, one of them was sparkling. Later, wow. I found out it was a stable. But this was in my dream. It was There was a sparkle that was coming from the steps. He was in that suit. And then he also looked at me and said, are you getting this? <laughs> <laughs> and those three things happened exactly as they had happened in my dream. And it just blew me away. So I took off running. And I told him, I said, hey, I said, Reverend, I said, I had this dream of of you tonight speaking exactly how you are dressed as you are, um, what I now know to be a staple on the steps and you looking in my eyes saying, are you getting this? And it happened before in my dream. What's going on? You know, and he explained to me, he says, well, time 
moves along tracks. And he says, sometimes <laughs> we jump a track and we can see the, the past, the past or the future, you know, in different order. And that's the way he explained it. But but that was the most uh, mind blowing. I've, I've had several now that I think about it. <laughs> I think everybody has some circumstances like that that happen. And a lot of times they don't really share it with others because they think it's not relevant or important. And anyone I talk to, I tell them, if you find that you're getting some spiritual experiences, pay attention to that. Analyze it. Write it down. Talk to other people about it. You might be able to better understand the circumstances. Uh, like dream visitations. Uh, as a medium, when I work with people, I'll ask people, have you had a dream with your loved one that you're grieving? And most of them will say, yes, they appear in a dream, but it's only a voice. Or they'll appear in a dream and it's just a quick second, but I never think anything of it. And I'll say, well, actually, that might represent a dream visitation, which is your loved one staying connected to you. My theory is, or I guess anyone's theory, I guess I should say, but when you're asleep, your subconscious mind's closely connected to the other side better. And that's how they're able to come into our dreams. And I want to ask, do you have any theory about that at all or any type of experiences yourself with a dream visitation? I know you mentioned you had lost some loved ones due to cancer. And I didn't know if any of them have ever appeared to you in a dream. Well, you know, I use dream dream therapy a lot, too, with my with my clients because we do a lot of subconscious work. We're stirring up the subconscious. So they are going to have some unusual dreams. So I say, right, keep a dream journal. Keep it right there by the bed so that you can write it down. Um, but I do totally agree that. You know, that subconscious mind is completely connected with the other side, if you will. Um, and, and that ties in with the time-space continuum and the law of attraction. You know, everything is energy. Absolutely. And we are in a very small, minute portion of our whole multiverse. I mean, going beyond universe. This physical plane, this 3D plane, is very minuscule. <laughs> it's like a flat piece of paper. To the whole reality of where we are. <laughs> right? Horton, here's a who, right? That comes to mind. Right. I mean, it's just huge. And there's so much. We're only just tapping into understanding it now. Absolutely. And, and it frightens a lot of people, you know, because a lot of people think that it is negative or it's evil or whatever. No, it's just something that you don't understand right now. You exactly. know, just like folks didn't understand electricity. Folks didn't understand the, the telephone. They thought it was witchcraft, you know, to be able to to, to speak through a wire or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I I know that there are different types of dreams, right? There are those that are that can be prophetic. You know, maybe um, our, our loved ones who, who have shuffled off the mortal coil <laughs> uh, may be able to speak to us through that. Um, Let's see. Visitation that I've had, maybe it was a dream. I don't know. But my grandmother passed away in the wee hours of the morning. And I knew that she was sick because I had just come back home from Chicago, maybe three weeks prior, and settled back into my life. And so one morning I felt as if someone had sat on my feet at the seat of the bed. You know how, how the feeling that oh, yeah. was pressure. With a mattress. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it pressed down and I woke up and I looked at the, the foot of the bed and nobody was there. And I thought, Grandma, 
I don't know why, but grandma just popped into my mind. And I went on to work and I got the call. Grandma passed away at 5 a.m. And and that was at the time when I had, had gotten that visitation. Wow. Yeah. That's significant. That Very significant. Huge. Yeah. And Absolutely. it blew me away. Yeah. Hmm. That and had yeah, been an experience. Yeah. I think the fact that we're sharing this with our audience, uh, they'll be able to identify when they've had similar circumstances with a loved one who's passed. I've had that with my grandfather and my grandmother. Friends sometimes pass and they come back to visit. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize is on the other side, time doesn't exist. And you mentioned the time space continuum. On the other side, my interpretation as a medium is that time doesn't exist over there. So for them, when they cross over, it's like a snap of your fingers between when they pass and when we eventually join them. But for us, it's years and years and years or a significant amount of time. And um, what I find interesting is if you're able to think about it outside the construct of being afraid of the unknown instead yeah. of being open to understanding things better, I feel like a lot of people could learn a lot about this stuff and not find it as something that they need to fear. I think that's, I, I feel like we're on a revolution right now in terms of our thinking and the new age movement and different modalities of healing like hypnotism and past life regression and even just discussing these things, I think it's really like a renaissance. Have you found that as well in the last 10 years since you've been doing your pet podcast? And you're, Absolutely. And I feel like it's exploded. And yeah. I think there's such a need, especially with the day and age we're living in right now, where people are searching for something with meaning. Absolutely. That's why it's important. I already voted in Florida. I'm very happy to say that because my voice needs to be counted in the right, you know, right side. But I'm not going to throw politics in this. But what I want to say is in terms of your personal beliefs, what would you suggest to anybody who's listening to this podcast and they are interested in doing something unique to present their viewpoints? What type of advice would you give someone who's never done a podcast, who's probably early in their career, and they want to have something with meaning? What would you say to them? Just just anyone in general or, or a professional who is working with people and healing? I would You could tailor that answer to either of those two audiences if you wanted to. I would say first start with uh, anyone who's just in generally interested. They're just turning this on. They're on their way somewhere, and they're listening to our podcast, and they wanted to know more about this stuff. And they're intrigued. And, you know, like you said, you, you you didn't think you'd be doing a podcast at first. You wound up doing it, and it became one of those things that just happened. That's how it happened for me as well. I appeared on a friend's show, and it eventually made my own show. So if, if in that context, I should say, what kind of words of wisdom would you offer to someone else? Well, whether you're um, part of the general public or a professional, I would say express yourself. Uh Da, 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 da. You've got to <laughs> express yourself because you're not on the planet to just eat, sleep, and reproduce and, you know, have challenges. You're on the planet because you have something to offer that's completely unique to anybody else in the world. You have something, a gift that needs to be shared. You got information that other folks need that can be conveyed only the way that you can convey it. So I would invite people to use, you know, maybe if, if you're an introvert and, and you don't feel comfortable, you know, speaking or being on video, write. 
write a book, get it published, get it out there. Because you got to know that that there's something inside of you that that needs to be shared. And there's somebody out there that needs to receive that. And so get it out there. And if you're an extrovert like like me and Jason, express yourself <laughs> on video, <and laughs> any way that you can. Absolutely. Because <laughs> the world's waiting for you to share it. Exactly. And everything we create rewards us tenfold just by the enjoyment of it and everything else. And being able to reach an audience of people. And another thing, it, it might just be your family. You know, that perfect space to share might just be with your your immediate family and the people that are around you, co-workers, wherever you happen to be, express it. Let me go back into your background a little bit because we're running towards the end of this episode already. Already? Whoa. All right. It goes fast when you enjoy it. <laughs> I always enjoy these, so they go quick. My question is this, where would people find you if they want to learn more about you? Oh, oh, there are a plethora of places, but the, the home base is at beyondhypnosis.org. That is my website, and you can read all about me. You can look at the offerings that I have there. Um, you can, you know, read my sermons, and you can read my posts. And uh, my deep downloads, which is something that's pretty recent. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash solutions radio, S O U L. Um, and uh, that's where you'll see all of the podcasts or, or many of the podcasts that were especially um, important to me that I turned into video. Um, so you'll see stuff back from 2008, a lot of stuff that's focusing on politics and, of course, the, the racial issues that I would love to heal, um, on health, um, all of this stuff. And, and, of course, the brand new deep downloads, the stuff that just, you, you know, you know, Jason, the stuff yeah. that just hits you and you got to pull over, pull out the phone and make a video <laughs> because it's got to be shared right now. So you'll see a lot of those new things there. Um, I'm also on iTunes, uh, the Illuminations Media Network. Um, I also have a page there on Blog Talk Radio and Spreaker. And again, it's the Illuminations Media Network. But I'd love to to uh, have everybody reach out to me and just come check me out. Say hi. I just feel so uh, elated to have you on the show today. And I like the fact that you have a breadth of knowledge in, in certain things that not very many do. I think your perspective is very intriguing and I encourage my audience to check you out um, beyond hypnosis.org and your social media. And I know I'm going to check out your deep downloads and uh, look more into what you're providing. And I, I just want to thank you for coming on the show today and uh, appearing here. So I thank you so much for inviting me. It has, has completely been a pleasure and an honor. I Absolutely. appreciate you so much and what you're doing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll do more of these. <laughs> yeah, I would love it. I would okay. love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. 
Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore.